Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. The bell has sounded, and it's time for Tornado Tag Radio. Now making their way to the ring, it's your hosts, John and Marianne. Thank you, Irving, and hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 129 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. we got a lot to get to today, but before we get to all of that, my name is John, and I would like to welcome in the edge to my Christian, Marianne. Hello. How are you? I feel like I would be Christian. That's fair. I like Edge. I like either one of them. I feel like you're a lot. I feel like Christian's the doofier one, and I'm definitely the doofier one of the two of us. You heard it here first, folks. Christian is doofy. Yeah, he's pretty doofy. Yeah. I'd say they're both pretty doofy. Yeah. Doof buddies. (laughs) How are you? I'm pretty good. It's hot as fuck. Yes. Oh, my God. I have... um... The fan, there's a fan pointed at me, and I have minimal lighting going on in here. Yeah, I can I can see stuff blowing. I don't have my fan on. I probably should, but I'm downstairs now. The air conditioning should reach. Like, oh, well, I mean, that's good on two fronts. You're downstairs. I'm, I'm just glad that it's not hot in my work yet, because, like, the whole front part where I sit is a window. Oh, God. Yeah, but my mom left, like, a portable fan thing there, which is, like, awesome. But every time somebody went in and out the door, like, if you stood too close to the door, you could fucking feel how hot it was. Oh, jeez. Like, the IT guy was coming into, God, he, oh, I swear to God, the past couple weeks, they've been shutting off our phones for, like, 45 minutes at a time. And so, like, I'm just sitting there doing nothing, and there's no internet, there's no nothing. And he came in with this huge box, and he was, like, melting. And he barely walked, like, from the thing. He was like, you know how humans are, like, 90-something percent this? He's like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, 99.9% water right now. I was like, that's cool, Jason. Yeah. Stop cutting off our phones. (laughs) That that has been me all week. I went back. Okay, so I was in the middle of a conversation with somebody. Yeah. And the the call got dropped. And he was waiting for everybody to get off the phone. And my call got dropped, which keeps happening. And then I hung up to call her back. And he shut the phones off. And I straight up, like, slammed the receiver down and went back there. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I went into the office he was in. I was like, I'm going to murder you. And I was like, we get so many angry phone calls of people that got hung up on because of your ass. Damn. And he hasn't even changed my name on the phone yet. So it still says Suzanne. <laughs> That's my mom. That's a great Weezer song as well. There's a song called Suzanne. Yeah, it was off oh, I'll of. I'll uh, tell her. She's, wow, she's how she learn never it heard that song. Sing it. It's amazing. What? It's a great song. I believe it was off of the Mallrats soundtrack. Mm, Mallrats. She's going to learn it and then sing it obnoxiously. I can 100% guarantee it. Actually, I'm very sure that it was off the Mallrat soundtrack. So there you go. You should find that. Fun facts with John. Suzanne, you're all that I wanted in a girl. So it, that starts. Shaking my head. You would. Have you met my mother? I um, have. I have met your mother. Um, I'm just telling you how the, sound, the song goes. It's, yeah. That's about it. So I, Mar- I, I just want to hear songs of you just speaking the lyrics. <laughs> all right. We could do that. That could be a podcast. <laughs> Did you see my my B-52's metal song? Did you see that? No. How did you not see that on... on oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, never mind. Yes, I did. On Instagram. Yes, you have a natural B-52's voice. Thank you. Congratulations. That was a lot of fun. I It took me a while to do that in my car, but... Can you can you do me a favor and say, there goes a narwhal? No. There goes <laughs> a narwhal? There goes a narwhal! Oh, from Rock Lobster? From Rock Lobster. Oh, boy. I would... 
That would make my life. Well, maybe later. Maybe if I do another edition of metal songs, if they were sung by the B-52s, then that will be my end line. That's amazing. I have narwhal socks. Oh, cool. Fun fact. They cute little narwhals. Have you heard the narwhal song? No. Narwhal, narwhal, swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion. No, I've only because they are so awesome. What? I will find this video. No, for it, you. it just it just reminds me of um. Oh my God, what's badger, 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 badger? No, badger, yeah, mushroom, yeah, mushroom? it's the same people. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, haven't been living that far under a rock then. Although They're that was the like twenty of years ago that, that happened. They're the unicorns of the sea. Your voice is cutting in and out. Is it? Yes. That's weird. Is it doing it right now? No, I feel like it's every time you turn, it's oh. cutting out. Well, that's probably what what happens when I'm apparently trying to do other things while. And by other things, I mean take times of when I need to edit things. So, Oh, excellent. I need to briefly talk about PWG. Yes, let us talk about PWG. Let's I do it. I went. It was hot as hell outside. How about inside? Um, what? How about inside? It was not as bad inside. It was bizarrely colder than usual before Strange. all the matches started. It was very weird. There was somebody sitting next to me that I'd never been before. And I was like, no, trust me, it's usually like 80 degrees Kelvin in here. Yeah. Like, it's not even not even funny. And it was weirdly like not as hot as usual. I That's don't know. That's very but strange. But I just landed tickets to the next show. But oh, it you was, did? It was, mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Um, Trent did his thing of just taking mad bumps. That's like a as crazy he does. person. Um, Chuck Taylor did commentary without a shirt on the entire time. Uh, James Franco was there for like the second half of the show. And I didn't even notice until the very end of the night when Mikey, the photographer said something. And I was like, huh, when did he get here? And then I continued to not care. And then my mom scolded <laughs> me when I got home and told her about it. Um, Dustin challenged for the title one more time because he's sick of seeing Zack Sabre Jr. and Marty Skrull pair as a tag team when he's the champion. Right. And he was like, I'll do I'll do something for you. He was like, if he was like, I'm going to challenge one more time for that belt. And if I don't beat you, I'm never asking. I'm never asking for a title match ever again. Now, did he say I'm never asking for a title match against you ever again or i'm just never asking for a title shot ever i'm pretty again. sure i'm just never asking for a title shot mm. ever the way well, he worded it i mean but it could be twisted he did say i'm never asking for one that doesn't mean he can't earn one again yeah that's exactly how i took it he worded it pretty weird he's like then i'll never i'll never like ask for it's either i don't remember i could just ask him but interesting he, he, yeah so he basically at the next show he's got a title shot um, cause what happened was he came out in the ring and it was, um, it was after red dragon. Oh, Bobby fish. Mm, there's a dilf. Um, Bobby fish and Kyle O'Reilly, the, the main event was like, meh, you know, obviously it was good, but it's Zack Sabre Jr. He's like, he's the personification of British food. Damn. Bland as fuck. Wow. In case nobody could figure out that joke for themselves. Um, but the match, there was uh, Desmond Xavier. Oh, my God. I forgot the other person. And Jake Christ had a match. Mm-hmm. Jake Christ creepily walking around outside wearing, like, long sleeves. Everybody, like, the other wrestlers weren't even there yet. And he was. Strange. He was. He came out dressed like, I had tweeted about this, like a ballet dancer. The guy sitting next to me had said he looked like a blackjack dealer. <laughs> 
he was dressed like in dance like he looked like a ballet dancer like uh, playing like an extra in the party scene in the nutcracker or oh some my shit God. like that wow but he had like a purple like like silk vest with purple long sleeves or something on but he was wearing like black slacks it was it was really weird it wasn't like business casual sammy callahan it was yeah. like business jake christ Weird. Like, I, I'm your date to a wedding, Jake Christ. But he was, he did some fucking crazy shit. Like, he stole that match. He didn't win, but he was really fucking good. I was, I was like, oh, I don't want to root for you, but that freaking, like, aerial kick thing that he did, it was fucking, it was good. He was really good. Nice. But I mean, the overall show was pretty good. I didn't really have many complaints. There was parts of it, like, it wasn't as memorable, but it wasn't as, like, throwaway as a lot of people saying it was right. safe. A lot of people were saying it was going to be. Right. It wasn't really like that. James Franco fucking loved it, if that helps. <laughs> James yeah. Franco approved PWG. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And so you got tickets to the next show. Yes. Which is I in three weeks. I was like real weeks. nervous. I'm sorry, what? Which is in three weeks. Yes. In I'm really two excited. weeks, I will be at New Japan. I'm, Excellent. I'm very excited about that. Courtney and I are going to pal around, and it's going to be great. I'm very excited. I'm going to bring the podcasting equipment. I have to give you the shoes that I have to give Courtney because she wears an eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Give me those for sure. I don't know when, but we'll figure that out. Give me them shoes. Well, you have to drive. Don't you have to? Are you flying? (laughs) I don't fly to LA. (laughs) Isn't it in Vegas? Oh, no. It's Long Beach. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. You're driving. Yeah. You drive right down my past my house. Kadurp. Well, I don't know when I'm leaving. Oh, that's true. We'll figure it just, out. Yeah, I could just leave them in a little like hovely hole in my front yard if you're coming at like three o'clock in the morning. We'll figure it out because I have to do some maneuvering that day. I have to pick her up from the airport. I don't. It's a whole big thing. But let's talk about Monday Night Raw. No, no, no. Oh wait, that pay per view that happened. <laughs> let's talk. Oh, no. no, about Money in the Bank. Shouty, what you think? Marianne is just so disappointed right now. So we're we're only going to talk about three matches, and very briefly. It doesn't help that it's hot as shit in here, too. Very briefly. uh, Let's talk about, uh, what did you think about this women's match thing, the uh, money in the bank thing? that shit right there. They talk about it, obviously, when we get to SmackDown, but I'm like, okay, I understand no disqualifications, but that's a fucking man. Yeah. No, like, that's, like... James Ellsworth. It's like they had the idea... But then didn't completely follow through with what they were going to do with yeah. it. So they were like, okay, let's just throw it on this. But we don't want to think too hard about who has been earning their way up to the top and who is like the strongest and this and this. So we're just going to have this happen until we get our shit together. Yeah. Which is the way I saw it. It was very strange. I understand kind of the storytelling. Oh, we want we want to get heat on Carmella and James Ellsworth. But it's not that's not the point of this like you could have still had her win and he still could have interfered i think it was the act of her or him grabbing the briefcase and dropping it to her that everyone had the problem with yeah because they expected him to be like around and in the match yeah yeah but that that's kind of fucking ridiculous like seth didn't even do that king just dad king just knocked over shit for him like he didn't like climb like climb up the ladder you know like yeah uh... It was just crap, and they already get heel stuff. They already get heel heat, but it's like in a "you're a joke" kind of way. Yeah, 
And now people are just resentful. But we'll, we'll get, yeah. We will get to that. Uh, I also thoroughly enjoyed the New Day Usos match. I don't know if I enjoyed the the finish, which was the Usos just kind of getting counted out. It was a little sloppy, too, but besides that, I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad because new nasty Usos. Still the champs. Good. And then... Can we talk about pre-show, though? I didn't watch the pre-show. If you would like to talk <gasps> about the pre-show, we can. Um, no, just Mojo was in the pre-show, and that's all that needs to be said. The hype bros back together. Well, which which we'll get to when we get to SmackDown. The hype men. What the hell? Are they called hype men now? No, like it's just they they went from being like like frat boys to being like that's fair. I completely under. They're like mega like the most professional tag team that's ever happened is the hype bros. Hype. Like it's the weirdest. The thing. hype bros. The hype men. They are now men. They are no longer bros. Men um, the hypes. Main event was the Money in the Bank ladder match. And oh my goodness, it must have been at least 8.30 in the morning, a.k.a. Big Breakfast Time. We have a new Mr. Money in the Bank, or a Mr. Big Breakfast in the banter, if you will, as Marianne looks at her phone because she doesn't care about Baron Corbin. Uh, I thought the match was pretty good. I thought it was interesting that Shinsuke is not in half the match, but when he came in, it was a lot of fun. We got a little AJ Shinsuke. Was there a reason for that? Uh, Because Banter attacked him when he came out. Fucking course. He was like, nobody cares. This is my favorite big Banter line. Nobody cares what you say. Enter name here. That's my favorite big banter line. Nobody cares what you're saying, Sammy Zane. That's a pretty good banter, Corbin. Because he practices it in the mirror I know. as he's eating breakfast every morning. Off because of, that's all he can say without fucking up. Off, He's eating breakfast off of his newly won Money in the Bank briefcase. I hate to make the parallel comparison to Tim Daunt's drinking out of the Young Lions Cup, but that's what I thought of. Oh, wow. There you go. So that's all. That's pretty much it. Uh, and we can move on to Raw now. Do you think that Baron Corbin eats Wheaties? I was talking about this today. I feel like, um, let's just talk about cereal for a second. I feel like cereal is an underutilized uh, food item among adults. Agreed. Expl- oh, all right. There we go. That's... No, I com- I completely agree because you you shouldn't grow out of it. Like people are like, oh, sugary cereal, and I mean, well, I don't know. It's just one. It's just one of those things where it's like spaghettios. You just eat it when you're hungry. It's convenient, and it's not like yeah. It, the only the only thing that kind of changes later, I guess, when you're older, is just it doesn't fill you up as much as it used to. True. There you go. And then it turns into three bowls of Fruit Loops. Perfect. Three big breakfasts. Yeah! Nailed it! Can somebody please put Baron Corbin on the cover of a Wheaties box? Oh my god. That'd be so funny and make no sense at all. Okay, Monday Night Raw. I'm gonna ask Jaren to do it. Monday Night Raw. The big dog is here, and he says that he cannot be beaten one-on-one, which is kind of false, but I'll give it to him because he's the big dog. How great was it that he was actually getting cheers when he came out? Yeah, very strange. He is, um... He gets the cheers and he gets the booze, aka the John Cena special. So <laughs> how fucking annoying were all of the signs that were like, "Listen to my podcast." There were, were there? so many podcast plugs. In yeah, the, in what the a audience. bunch of assholes. 
We wouldn't even do that. And I I'm would totally never. An asshole. If somebody wants to bring a tornado tag radio sign to a wrestling event that I can see, I will buy you a tornado tag radio shirt. There we go. Yeah, why not? I feel like there's a loophole in that where you could just wear a tornado tag radio shirt sit ringside and you're uh, you're done. Well, actually, no, because they're kind of formed like a Dean Ambrose shirt. Never mind. Yeah. Dean Ambrose, way too many shirts. Yeah, we should get a new logo. We probably should. I'll, I'll work on that. It should be it should be Uso style logo. All right, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we we will. If you have any suggestions, yeah, let us know. Good ones. Yeah. No stupid ones, Dan. Hey, uncalled for. Uncalled for. Sorry, okay. Dan. You're the best. So, uh, he says he can't be beaten one on one, and he talks about that guy they call Joe and Samoa Joe. Name. What? My dad's name is Joe. Oh, Joe. That's who he was talking about. He's talking about your dad. Samo- you know Joe Cool is? Joe Cool, I believe, was that camel. Um... It's the Snoopy character. Oh, who, who am I thinking Snoopy. of? It's cool Snoopy with the sunglasses. Yeah. It's Joe Cool. I thought it was the camel from Cool Cigarettes. It might, it might be that, but I used to have a Joe Cool shirt that nice. my dad had. Samoa Joe Samoa comes Joe out. Cool. Samoa Joe Cool comes out, and he says, hey, remember my name. I'm going to headbutt you now. And then some stuff happened. That's basically what happened. I made a terrible reference. Have you seen the movie Fame? No. Fame! I'm going to live forever. The tagline is like... I'm going to headbutt you? You'll remember my name. Oh. Fame! Fame. <laughs> Sorry, he... I just wanted to immediately sing the line after you said it. If only. Uh, we then had a Hardy Boys versus Gallo and Anderson match. Um, while Seamus and Cesaro, you just made the list, uh, are watching backstage and the Hardy boys win. Um, we get a lot more delete chance and more delete motions. They cut that out of the Hulu thing. They didn't show that match. Uh, we had another old school gold dust promo where he invites R-Truth to a movie or something. Uh, then we had Elias Sampson. Uh, Sampson. I feel like I, I put the P in there, but there is no P. Um, remember when I said he looks like Damian Sandow? Yes. Do you see it now? I do. He, oh, he yeah. looks more like the Damian Macho Mandow. Nice, nailed it. That was good. <laughs> nailed it. Um, and Have he's. You noticed he's worn the, the past two weeks. He's worn a shirt with tigers on it. So is he like the the Baron Corbin, <laughs> but it's Elias Sampson, two shirts, all tigers. Two shirts, all tigers. I bet he has a song about how much he loves tigers. I hope he does. I would listen to it. Uh, so Elias, he's like, hey, I'm gonna sing you guys a song, and he's like, I could wait here all night if you guys aren't gonna shut up. And then Finn Balor comes out. And then there's Finn Balor versus Bo Dallas. And Bo Dallas is apparently trying, uh, he's trying his uh, Ryback cosplay out, and it's not really working. He looks like Little Rhino. It's so strange. Um, why does he have these or MMA gloves? Or a jungle boy. Bo of the jungle. Bo of the jungle. Why does he have these MMA gloves? They look ridiculous. He just was like bearded and weird. He looked like, like not, Tarzan's not the right word. He looked like George of the jungle, basically. But what what the hell, Finn? Is this is this what happens when you don't have um, a plot going on? Like you're stuck in limbo that you get stuck in a yeah. plot with Elias Sampson and they don't know what to do with you. They're just like you're stuck in purgatory. I with guess Elias so. Samson. We got to build Finn back up. Apparently, that's not the way to do it. I don't know. Was, ugh, there's I nothing to prove there. Yeah. Um, 
Corey Graves leaves at one point. He's like, I gotta go because I got I got stuff by. And, and he like he throws a bomb and then he like disappears. I wish he had. You know what? He would actually have probably a coat, like a cloak, and then like swirl yes. away and disappear. I'd be down. Uh, did you see the 2K18 trailer? The one where Seth Rollins is burning shit. And yes. It looks like a. It looked like a Batman movie. Yes. I fucking what? loved it. It was so good. And then at the end, I was like, why does he look like he hasn't slept in three months? Because he's just trying. He's just wanted to burn that mother to the ground. And he had- couldn't figure. I don't know. It was crazy. Valuables in a warehouse. WWE. That's actually like a legitimate place that they might have or may not have. We don't know. Get your shit together. The crown jewels have the Tower of London. My God. Then... <laughs> We had Finn Balor backstage, and he was... Oh, no, I'm sorry. We did not have Finn Balor backstage. Uh, I believe you have some words for Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. Because let me tell you, I don't have any words because I didn't watch it because it seemed boring. Fuck, yes, I do. I I texted you ahead of time because I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, I have shit to say about this. Let me break out this notepad. All right. First of all... I fucking love face Seth. He comes out and he's basically like, I've been working so hard to reach this point And I, I took an opportunity. I was given an opportunity. I took it. I bought in, you know, and then I hit an all time low kind of thing. And he was like, and then I worked myself back up and I wouldn't have made it up made it back up. If you guys didn't still support me, despite all of the shitty garbage that I did. Yeah. And he sounded like he was going to cry. Because he was so happy that he got put on the cover and everybody was obviously chanting, you deserve it. And he almost looked annoyed at first when they started doing it. But he did this thing where he goes, no, 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 no. And then it immediately reminded me of literally every single Tim Don's promo on the face of the earth. Because he does that when he's in the middle of yelling and he's all passionate. And he goes, no, 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 no. But uh, I guess the new phrase for the WWE thing is be like no one. And then he breaks into like how that's really important and how he had to learn to do that after he was stuck in that thing. But then Bray obviously (sighs) hates it when other people are getting attention and would like some for himself. Um, He pops up and says like, Oh my God, what the fuck? You're ruining my party, man. But Bray talks about Seth talking out of both sides of his mouth. I heard that part. And I was like, if you're talking out of both sides of your mouth, you're just talking. True. Right. Um, but, I believe it, it is a uh, it is a, a saying. Expression. But Seth Seth had said some stuff where he was like, yeah, and I was at the top of my game. I had was getting paid so much money and I had all this wealth and I had all of these things. But it wasn't there was still something missing for me. And it was that all I ever wanted was to be, you know, like here. And I had reached that point, but I wasn't there like personally it was all it was all kind of like a shallow thing but there was something deeper and he there I, I you have to watch it it's actually very good it's a very good Seth promo but um Bray is saying that that he's talking out of both sides of his mouth by saying oh I've reached this point and I'm doing all of this but then also and he was like but you're also vain and materialistic and I'm like okay Bray first of all pause and this is where I went like off on it I was like you can be an individual and be vain and materialistic. He's saying he's saying how you're not being an individual because you're still like this. Seth knows who he is. You can grow as an individual and still be those things. Shit's not black and white, Bray. Nice try. No, come back later. But it's he. This sounds very dis- disorganized, but it's 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 like that because you didn't see it, so you don't have right. 
thing to fill in. But he's basically telling Seth, he was like, oh, you just want the approval of all of these people. You're not an individual. You're just vain and shallow. And that's exactly what Seth is proving that he's not right now. And so Bray's like 10 pages behind and like not getting it. And what was frustrating to me is he's claiming all these things, not realizing that personalities don't work like that. Obviously, I'm getting deep in this shoot. Yeah, Working wow. myself into a fucking shoot. Again. Seth straight up says, he was like, Bray, you claim yourself to be a god, but gods only exist in people's minds. Like, gods are things that are in people's minds, and you claim to be this thing, and you're not, and everyone knows it, and that's why it's not working. And to me, I immediately was like, I went into this, like, existential, like, bah, crisis moment, but... This is exactly why you can't force people to believe things. Do you know what I mean? Like True. you can't you can't force people to accept things because belief is organic. And this is why this is in my opinion why Bray is not succeeding because he's trying to force something on somebody and instead he's just looking like a Scooby-Doo villain or somebody in criminal minds. But <laughs> he's not shit to me unless he writes a manifesto and then I might take him seriously. But <laughs> Oh my god. It's belief is organic. Like it can't be implanted or like forced. You have to witness it with your own eyes. Like I, I get this when you argue with somebody, the more you argue and try and force your beliefs on someone, the less likely they are to listen because they have to experience it and get it to their themselves. Like you How either... are you right now cutting a better Bray Wyatt promo than Bray Wyatt has ever cut? <laughs> because fuck Bray Wyatt. Nothing he ever does makes any sense. There's so many holes in everything he does, and it's not well thought out, and he's just a terrible character. I'm going to write for you, Bray Wyatt, and you're going to be popular. Oh, my God. Uh, hire me. But you, you have to, in order to believe things, it's either something you have to witness. That's where you see people that are like, they like born-again Christians. It's like you witness a miracle or something like that, yeah. or you have to identify with your emotions. And right. that's why it's easy to manipulate people into believing things when they're emotionally weak. Or people, people just easily accept transcendental concepts when they don't have a strong sense of self, which is what I think Bray thinks nobody has, and that's why it's not working. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. When people, he, you can't, you accept things easily when you don't think for yourselves. Like right. Everybody's thinking for themselves. Seth's thinking for himself, and everyone that's opposing Bray Wyatt and everything he does thinks for themselves, and they know themselves, and that's why it's not working. Yeah. So there's nothing supernatural about you, Bray. You're a Scooby-Doo villain, as I had said. Like. Damn. He is. No, actually, you know what? Would be more like a Nancy Drew villain? No, that's giving him too much credit. Wow. He reminds me of like one of the weaker Criminal Minds villains. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Bray I dropped Wyatt. my mic. But it would bounce on my mattress and nothing would happen. And I would have to edit that out. So, uh, let's see. We had Finn Balor backstage interview where he says some stuff and Elias Samson attacks him. In the year 2017, Michael Cole has said the word turnt. Um, it was during the Akira Tozawa TJP match. Um, Which obviously they cut out. Did you see the guy with the dabbing TJP t-shirt? I did not, no. Fuck that guy. Um... Tozawa did this crazy pump kick to TJP's face. It was fucking insane. He pump kicked the fuck out of his head. It was nuts. And he sold it like a fucking champ, right? Yes, he did. It was great. So uh... we had a backstage segment with The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas, where The Miz says, hey, join my entourage. It'll be cool. You can be my Mizketeers. We then had Samoa Joe taking on Roman Reigns, and it was a fun little match. 
Michael Cole describing Samoa Joe doing the coquina clutch kind of like he described his legs as anacondas <laughs> or no boa constrictors the way he was describing it and I immediately pictured Samoa Joe as an octopus and then it morphed into Samoa Joe photoshopped as Ursula and then I couldn't stop laughing oh my god someone needs to do that I already asked Jaren nice the famous man who did the Cesaro Mount Rushmore picture. Then, during the match, we hear some backup lights, and we are shown backstage an ambulance backing up into the arena. It stops, the door flies open, and who is standing there but Braun? Braun Strowman is Drink some back. water, John. I have water. You want me to drink it? No, you just sounded like you needed it. Oh, I'm fine now. Braun makes people thirsty. Braun, he's back months before we thought he would be. He hits the ring, not after Samoa Joe uh, chokes out Roman Reigns and beats him one-on-one. The man who said he was unbeatable, but, you know, had a little help from Braun. Damn, his memory's fucked up. Braun comes down to the ring, and he's like, Roman, I'm not finished with you yet. And then he beats the shit out of him. And then he says, I challenge you to an ambulance match. And Braun Strowman saying great balls of fire is, uh, I don't know. It was something I apparently needed to hear. That's the worst name for a pay-per-view, like, ever. Hashtag great balls. Um, which is what, <laughs> I'm doing. if I live tweet that, I'm just going to do hashtag great balls. Please. That's what it's going to be. Okay, because we, there's going to be people that'll do that. Yeah. We had a Miz TV segment with special guest, his wife, Maurice. And there's so many bears. It's a whole bunch of bears. There's two. Yeah, there's way too many bears. Um, too many bears. And then we find out that the Miz is just super in love, you guys. He's just really in love. And it was pretty cool. And he fucked up real bad. He did, but he he was you know he slept on the couch. But when he wasn't sleeping on the couch, he was actually repairing the grandfather clock that he had smashed weeks before. And it was just really sweet, you guys. And then that no good Dean Ambrose came out and ruined everything. Dean Ambrose didn't even do anything. True, he did really. not do anything. Um, Maurice leaves. And well, first of all, back up. They hadn't even she hadn't even forgiven him yet. First of all, Dean Ambrose came out and she hadn't even forgiven him. She was right about to. And then right when Dean gets the ring, he pushed Maurice in front of him. Yes. Fucked up again. First of all, you push her in front of you before she's forgiven you. In fact, don't push her in front of you at all. True. That might help. Very true. But replaces Maurice with two bears, the Mizketeers. Many bears. Yes. Uh, my note here is Bo and Axel are bears. That is my note, and they are bears. I don't even have a joke. They are bears, and they beat up Dean Ambrose, and now they are a part of the Miz's entourage. <laughs> I can't think of any Miz puns. I just want to say... Uh, that might be no. the title, Bo and Axel are bears. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's... I can't even. It's too good not to be the title. It's so like not even you weren't even trying to make it a joke and it was just a joke it's so great no so does that mean that you did not see the cesaro you just made the list sheamus versus titus o'neill apollo cruz match i watched bits and pieces of it for the clips that they posted yeah it was nothing but it wasn't on there and i just love cesaro i got two cesaro shirts i'm waiting for them to come in the mail 
Excellent. BOGO. I will have three Cesaro shirts. No, two and a half because half of it's a Tyson Kidd shirt. Oh, Tyson Kidd. R.I.P. He's still alive. His career is just dead. Um, oh, my God. That's like saying that was you're the reincarnation much. of somebody who's still alive. I apologize. That was too much. That was that was too much. Um, Sasha Banks taking on Nia Jax with uh, Alexa Bliss. You just made the list on commentary until Emma. You just made the list shows up and Alexa Bliss runs away and it was very funny. Then they get in the ring and they punch. She each ran other. away hugging that belt like she was playing flag football. She was, you know, two hands, two hands on the prize. Come on now. And now it's main event time. It's time for Kurt Angle to figure out. I love how this is the main event. I know. This is the this is how the show ended. Um he calls out Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass do their usual entrance for the last time. They walk into the ring. <laughs> and Kurt Angle says, "I'm going to call out Dash and Dawson." And they say, "Listen, we would normally beat the shit out of these guys all the time, but it wasn't us." Why did Scott, uh, wait, Scott Dawson, why did he sound like a cowboy? When he started talking, I was like, why is his voice all gravelly? Why does he sound like he's That's how he talks. in a saloon? He really? Is a, he's always in a saloon, yes. Also, Dash Wilder's like kind of hot, but in like a really pedestrian kind of way. Really? Like, <laughs> you're, you're really hot in a really pedestrian way. Good Lord. Is that's, that, a, is a, that a backhanded compliment? Yeah. Cool. It most definitely is. Like he's not outstandingly like hot, but I'd still give him my number if he asked for it. Does that mean he's on the list? No. All right. He's he's on the wait list. <laughs> like if somebody really fucks up, he's on the wait list. <laughs> my god. My, list. my god. What number does he have? Like forty? No, there aren't even that many. Are you kidding? I can only. <laughs> He's probably like 14 or something. Wow, like all right, okay. I don't know. I, it, so you're he's, saying he's there's like, a chance. It's a Dumb and Dumber I, reference. I, I, excellent. So anyway, excellent. despite people's looks, the big show comes out next. Fuck. Big show ain't here to fuck around. No, big show don't give a fuck. And he's like, fuck. He's like, I didn't do anything. I hate all of you. And I'm pretty sure he leaves. Oh, he's like, I don't need you on my show. He was, he was rightfully insulted. He came out and he spit fucking hot fire and was like, you know what? If you're going to treat me this disrespectfully and think I would stoop that low to these little shenanigans, then I don't need to be here. Okay. Bye. Know your fucking worth big show. Yeah. You. And he gone. And Big Cass you don't is need like nobody to be a big show. Big Cass is he says you don't need anyone to you're your own big show, big show. Be your own big show, a book written by Paul White, aka the big show. <laughs> if that's not an actual thing, I'm gonna be so be, mad. Be your own big show. My God. Anyway, <laughs> Corey Graves stands up and he says, Excuse me, Mr. Angle. Yes, me. If I may intervene. He has never sounded so uncomfortable doing something that you would think <laughs> he would relish. You know what I mean? So he's, he starts grilling Big Cass, and he goes, all right, whatever. Can I show this video footage? And Kurt Angle's like, sure. So we see this video footage of Big Cass looking around, setting up all of the surrounding things in a... 
I don't know. It, he attacked. Forget it. He attacked Gonzo. He took way too long to set up that scene. You should not have had to think that hard to fucking make that shit work. Like, yeah. And then you got away true. with it. Ugh. Whatever. I wanted him to fucking big boot Enzo in the face. That would have been hilarious. I mean, that happened. He did? Did you not watch this entire no, segment? No, I just watched him scream at him. Uh, he big, and then Enzo he was big, crying. Yeah, and then he big booted him at the end and said, Sweet. and he said, and you can't teach that. That's actually pretty good. Uh, big Cass. My God, it was him all along. And he, Enzo is crying. Legitimate tears are coming out of his eye sockets. And Everyone rolling. was comparing this to Seth Rollins' heel turn. And I just wanted to give middle fingers to fucking everybody because I felt no feels. I was very sad, actually. I didn't care. So Big Cass, um, he initiates hashtag shoot week on Enzo Amore and says, you're a joke. I should be a champion by now. I haven't been a champion because you're dumb and I hate you. Now I'm going to kick you in the face. And he kicks him in the face. Well, mostly I think his argument was you start shit you can't finish. You start shit and then basically I have to clean up after your fucking mess because you have such a big mouth and don't think. Which is completely true. Yeah, very true. But then again, that kind of plot twist wasn't very, it it was very kind of rushed. Like, I don't understand why would you break, can Enzo even, Enzo is like... (sighs) He's like a parasitic human. Like he can't stand. He can't like thrive by himself. I don't think. Yeah, Can I. He, do you? I don't know what is going to happen to Enzo Mori now. His finishing move is big cast. <laughs> yes, his finishing move is big cast throwing him at another exactly. individual. Exactly. Exactly. I do like, not I know. Mean, I would not be surprised. Um, maybe to see him on two hundred five live. I think that would be interesting. That would be pretty interesting. I honestly don't know why it took them this long to figure that shit out. Like, that that whole thing out. The fashion police would have fucking solved that shit weeks ago. Because of Enzo... That would have been amazing. Enzo is, like, the biggest fashion crime of all time. They would have been on that shit, like, priority status. They would have solved it forever ago. Are you kidding? True. Very true. They would have spelled soft correctly. So it ends on a shot of knocked out... Enzo Amore and Hello Darkness Mild Friend plays in the background. Um, SmackDown Live. Let's uh, let's celebrate the return of D-Bry, y'all. My boy D-Bry. D-Bry. Daniel Bryan sounds, is back. That sounds like something Mojo Rowley would say. Um, I believe Booker T used to say it. My boy D-Bry. Booker. Booker. King Booker. So, all of the losers... From the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match or outside of Daniel Bryan's office. Duh. Duh. Oh, James Ellsworth. What the fuck? Um, and Daniel Bryan says, you know what? I'll listen to all of you in in very long backstage awkward interviews and then I'll decide something later. Uh, not all of them were awkward. Becky's was really good. No, we'll Becky's was. We will get to that. Yeah. We open the show with Carmelsworth. As um, or as my friend from work calls Carmella, the girl with the money pants. Uh, he does not watch wrestling. That is an accurate description. That is very accurate. She did it's have very pants. visually accurate. She did have pants that had money on them. Um, and I don't know what happened, but Carmella cut a pretty good promo. I yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. I did. I did think she did a great job, despite her. I hate James Ellsworth so much. 
Duh. I need to get a I need to get a soundbite of him saying duh so I can he play that. Like the, he need he looks like the naked mole rat from Kim Possible. Oh wow. Maybe he is all grown up. Or he looks like Do you know what glowworms are? Yeah, I'm from the 80s, Marianne. I know what a fucking glowworm is. Like a little glowworm. Oh my god, the glowworms. Remember when they saved Santa and the sleigh and because they all they glowworm glowed around that iceberg and then it moved? Yeah, don't fuck with me, Marianne. I know all about glowworms. I'm crying, you guys. It's also very hot in here, so it could be sweat. A sentence I'd never thought I would say in my entire life. Don't fuck with me. I know about glowworms. He looks like a little like a cuddly glowworm, but he not does. cuddly. No, not cuddly at all. He's like a sea cucumber. So, yeah, she says, hey, deal with it. Who cares? I'm Miss Money in the Bank. Deal with it. Uh, the New Day, they come out and they say some things. And then the new Nasty Usos come out. And I actually believe during the pay-per-view, they were, someone called them the Nasty Usos. Um, I believe it was JBL. JBL, um, stop stealing my gimmick. Is he on the list? You know what? I was going to do the list as soon as I said it, but I don't know. The list is around here somewhere. Is he on the waiting list now? He's technically on the waiting list until I ready. He's on your to-do list. Yeah. So this match basically turned into Jimmy Uso versus the biggest of ease. Yes. Um, the, As much as I understand the need for tag team singles matches in terms of New Day being a trio, I still kind of hate them. Like okay. it does nothing to add to the division. It's just like a filler match. Does that make sense? I think like, I think they're trying to further this storyline because I, I think I had actually tweeted. So we're going to get a... Um, tag team title cage match between the Usos and the New Day because the Usos keep running away. They keep getting counted out. They're you know. from the hood. They're fine in a cage match. Are you kidding? So I feel like that's what we're working towards or maybe a lumberjack match, but I would rather this, see. This was a weird singles matches with tag team people. I'm like, usually I'm like, Bleh, unless it's Cesaro, then yes, please. Bitta undanka. Um, because... I love Cesaro. I actually like um, this match. I thought it wasn't, I mean, I didn't think yeah, it was it bad. It wasn't bad, no. But I hear what you're saying. Weird okay. singles matches. Good, because I didn't want to have to scream it so you did hear it. Whoa. We had a Lana Naomi backstage segment. Uh, Na- Naomi says Lana is thirsty. Which was hilarious. And um, we're going to get a rematch next week for the championship. Marianne care to share with the audience. I had asked Jaron if he could photoshop like i'd said earlier samoa joe is ursula and he googled ursula and this was the first thing that came up go no oh oh god okay yep yep that's a whole thing he said thanks and my response is going to be this is what you get for not listening to the podcast but still answering asking questions true very true he he used a semicolon in that sentence wow i might forgive him uh the next match we had uh Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Dolph Ziggler, and usually, as I have stated, I don't watch Dolph Ziggler matches, but, I mean, it's Nakamura. I gotta watch Nakamura. I And this not, was a good match. I, I did not, because I was pressed for time, but I did hear this match was really good. It was very good. Um, Dolph the Ziggler... The second week in a row, you've watched a Dolph Ziggler match. Very true. Dolph Ziggler got the um, ever-living fuck kicked out of him with the Kinsasha. He did a zigzag and it failed. He did. And that was about 
that. Uh, then we had we had a backstage segment with Becky Lynch, and uh, Sami Zayn was there, and Becky was very sad, and it made me very sad. It was very good, though. Marianne, what did you think? I... It was short, but perfect. Yeah. Like, I, I just wanted somebody to mention it's a women's money in the bank ladder match. Why the fuck was a dude there? Like, nobody mentioned that part of it. And I think that's the biggest deal. Yeah. Out of it. It's not that it's not that it's not it's not that they was handed to her because that's right. still fucked up. It's the fact that it was a guy. Yeah. That's the most controversial thing. And the fact that nobody addressed it, but everybody was addressing it on Twitter, but nobody was actually addressing it. In ring on television. Yeah, yes. yeah, in ring. But Sami Zayn. Yeah. So cute. Why was he in Why was he in a suit? I don't know. Just for fun. We then adorable. had Kevin Owens coming out and saying some things. And then he said, it's now time for uh, the Face of America Open Challenge. And he challenged anyone from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, and AJ Styles came out and he said, oh, I'm going to fight you. And Kevin Owens said, no, you big dummy. I'm only going to fight somebody that's from Dayton, Ohio. And um, straight out of the lost and found comes Chad Gable. That's a really great phrase. <laughs> and Chad Gable says, yeah, I'm going to wrestle you. And Kevin Owens says, you're not from here. And he says, yeah, I am. I moved here today. And... AJ says, all right, cool. This is the match. Okay, bye. Um, and then we had Chad Gable uh, against Kevin Owens. And Gable was just tossing Owens around in the beginning of this match. It was insane. Like he was an exercise ball? Yes. He was just like Germaning him all over the place. It was so fucking Germaning? Nuts. He was Germaninging him. Renee used that. That's not the first time that's been used as a weird... Germaning? Yeah. She said, don't German me, because Ambrose picked her up, and she was like, no, don't German me, and then he German suplexed her. Oh, my God. Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. All I right. got married. Oh, right. Um, Kevin Owens, obviously, you know, wins and stuff. Remember when American Alpha was over as fuck, and then they, like... They're just in the Twilight Zone. It sucks. Yeah, I don't understand it. They put them it. in a feud with Elias Sampson. He should be cross-branding. He sh They need to be back in the... Um... I mean, that's kind of why I like the brand split. It... It keeps some people off television, and then they come back, and you go, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, but I don't know. I, I miss them. I miss American Alpha. I really like them. Me too. Uh, then, there, the, go ahead. There was. Are you going to do – never mind. You can you can go again. Sorry. Okay. Uh, we had Daniel Bryan coming out and telling all of the participants in the first ever Money in the Bank women's bank bank match i don't know was they all this come before out. or after the hype bro segment you know what okay so i didn't see the hype bro segment so you can talk about the hype bro segment and i actually also missed i think we missed another segment from smackdown live um and we also missed a debut that we didn't talk about from money in the bank but go ahead and talk about oh randy orton was the the inter the backstage one you forgot but that's okay who cares um who cares <laughs> Um, it was basically Hype Bros going over the footage of when Zack Ryder got hurt and, and won when the they battle would have room. won. And it was showing the footage and being like, so technically, like, we're the rightful ones. And um, uh, Daniel Bryan was like, yes, I, I see that you have come back. You're better now. And he's like, I've been fucking on the bench forever. Like, like, we're a team. Like, we're back and we're on the same page. And they were being so fucking professional like, they were both dressed up super nice, too. Like, it was like, if you're not wrestling tonight, you need to wear, like... A suit? Casual. Yeah, not even a suit. Just, like, dress shirts, and they just were dressed nice. Like, right. I think Zack Ryder was wearing the same thing 
he was wearing last week. But <laughs> that's because he's homeless and only owns one outfit. Wow. Um, but it, they were they were like, that's all we asked for. Thank you so much. Like, thank you for the opportunity. And I was like, is Mojo's politeness like is 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 it contagious? Can we like force him to be around Baron Corbin? So he just shouts, <laughs> Eat that food at him, but um, basically they're next week they're gonna be wrestling the Usos in a match, and then if they beat them, then they get to challenge for the titles. Well, all right so then. Next week I get to see my mojo, and then we can talk about my mojo, and I can write mojo in all hearts. Nice on my notes, and make John look at it. Yep, that's uh, those are the Snapchats I get. Well, ju- I my just my biggest my biggest thing about that entire segment was just how bizarrely professional and like not juvenile they were being. Yeah. Like from how ridiculous they usually are, they're still the hype bros, and they still like like to have a good time. But they were like so put together, like they were the most professional. Like they were handling it in a very mature manner. It was very weird. Hmm. But yeah, um, the other th- segment that we missed from Money in the Bank, and I think they were on SmackDown Live too, but I apparently missed that was the 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 re debut of Maria Kanellis um, with her husband Mike Kanellis, and w- their theme song is uh, insanely great. It may it might it might rival Glorious. It's that's not hard. It's great and. Uh, they were talking about how they they are they have the greatest love of all time, and they came out and it was kind of like they were uh, they had the mic you know the microphones that like these it was almost like they were doing like infomercial stuff. It was great though. So they're like Miz and Maurice, but like like pop stars with traveling mics. Yes, sweet. Um, excited that they're on SmackDown Live. Like very strange that they just signed them and they're on SmackDown Live. I think it's mainly because. They want Maria back on main television. But, I mean, Bennett's pretty good, so we'll see what he can do. Isn't that Dan's favorite wrestler? N- no. I feel like there's a wrestler he really, really likes. I'm not sure. That has that last name. Whatever. We'll okay. F- we'll figure cool. it out. Anyway, cool. back yeah. to SmackDown. We had Daniel Bryan, and he comes. he tells all of the women from the Money in the Bank match to come out. They come out. He starts to address stuff, and... <laughs> James Ellsworth grabs the mic and goes, why don't you just go back home to your little vegan hippie baby? And I died. I laughed so hard. I was like, okay, now we know what's going to happen right away. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess we are having this match again next week. Yeah, because then fucking Carmella opened her fat ass mouth and then fucked it up even more. And I was like, dude, Daniel Bryan was fucking Pissed. He was very angry. So uh, like convincingly pissed off. So here we go. Next week we're gonna have we're gonna have a rematch between Lana and Naomi for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, and then we will also have uh, I guess a rematch or a do over of the Money in the Bank Women's match. So I, my question for you though is, do you think that this will help or harm the title's importance? Like by no. putting it in a pay per view and then putting it in like a Money in the Bank ladder match again, you don't no, think it? I don't think so. Okay. I think we're good. Think we're good. Uh, main event time. We had the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal taking on Luke Harper. Bruiser, Big Rig Brody Lee. The Bruiser. Uh, this match was was pretty fun. Uh, we we got an appearance from uh, Big Breakfast. Who fucking Luke Harper was over his shit. Yeah, they need he to was use fucking him. Fucking him up hardcore. He was great. It's very good in this match. Um, Big Breakfast comes out, teases a cash in, 
I breakfast ruins everything. And he said, "No, I'm watching you, Gender. Just letting you know." Uh, and then Orton comes out, and I believe that's after the match. But um, we get some distractions, and Luke Harper is defeated by Gender Mahal. I would respect. Tinder Mahal a lot more if he wasn't flanked by those two skinny dipshits. Fair. I have nothing to say. Like, then Orton did an RKO, which they're never. Oh my god, the of... RKO he did on one of the on one of the Six Brothers. <laughs> he fucking killed him. But he, people that, always say he, he's just always killing them. Yeah, but he never does them out of nowhere. Yeah, like uh, RKOs are becoming almost as predictable of, as Dean Ambrose's entire move set. Damn. I said it. The opposite of out of nowhere. And that was um, that was SmackDown. Now let's move on to 205 Live, also known as Everyone is Walking Backstage. Um, we opened the show. There were like four segments of people yeah. walking backstage and then being interrupted. It was like yeah. I was playing SmackDown versus Raw 2007 and the game glitched. And it was just me walking what backstage. What a for- reference for like 45 minutes. We open the show with Tozawa and Swan Titus Brand comes up and says, hey, I'm going to do some stuff for you. And it's like, all right, who cares? No, um, Titus, please stop trying to help. Actually, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't mind the whole uh, Titus thing. Huh. Yeah. Strangely enough, I, I think it's it makes things a little more interesting. Not a lot more interesting, but just a little bit. We had a Jack Gallagher versus Tony Nese match, and I don't watch Tony Nese matches. Sorry, Jack Gallagher. Tony Nese is worse than Dolph Ziggler. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking is. Okay, like, he is, like, for having a, like, his physique is all they talk about. That's, like, his entire gimmick, but it's not even that nice. Wow. Like, you would think that his, like, his moves would be a lot more power hitting, but they're not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do. They're not very powerful. It's just like they're just moves. your muscles. Your muscles are just a blown up suit. <laughs> if only. If only. Uh, we get some more of this terrible FaceTime bullshit with Alicia Fox and uh, Noam Dar. You just made the list. What a babe. Uh, very annoying. Don't care about it. Uh, we then had Mustafa Ali taking on Drew Gulak. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this match. I believe Marianne just was not happy with the outcome. What? I well, it's not that I wasn't happy with the outcome. I just I think I expected a lot more out of the two of them. And you forgot to press the button because Mustafa Ali is fucking oh. on my list. You just made the list. I apologize. And Bulak, Bulak is just Bulak could be as heel as he fucking wants, but I will always root for the Bulak because nobody likes him. I did. I love the hype video for this. I thought that was great. I think his music was actually kind of great. No, his music's good. I'm talking about yeah. when when we're hyping up the feud that we've had here. Yeah, the hype, like it. Yeah, it was really good, and then the match itself was kind of anticlimactic. Oh, huh. you right. know what I mean? No, that's fair. That's fine. Like I don't know. I just I mean like Gulak is a really strong, great like in ring technician. Yeah. But I I feel like for what the two of them are capable of, I feel like it wasn't as right like as top notch as they're capable of. If that makes sense. That's fair. Like and Gulak for giving for being dealt such a shit card as far as gimmicks go. Like he's had worse, Shikara. So of wow. course he's having fun with it, you know. Yeah. So it's like that's a that's a good that's a good thing to give somebody who has definitely done more ridiculous things. Yeah. I mean, being paired with Chuck Taylor and anything automatically means that you are going to be doing something ridiculous. <laughs> Very true. Very. So. 
True. Just insert my favorite gif of all time that I actually made that's just him going, nobody likes you, Drew. And it's my favorite thing. Uh, Because nobody likes you, Drew. We then had uh, Jack Gallagher walking backstage. And he was walking. And then he comes across one Austin Aries who says, hey, we should probably uh, have a loose partnership here because everybody's, you know, punching in each other or something. He says, we could be international men of mustache and i okay lost my mind we then had that just reminds me of friends in similar tights yes we then had almost immediately after we had rich swan walking down a hallway backstage he should just dance everywhere he goes and tjp is standing there and he says some things and i don't really remember what they said doesn't matter uh, main event was Neville versus Rich Swan with Akira Tozawa at ringside with the Titus brand setup, which was a nice chair, a soda, a popcorn, and I can't remember what the third thing was. Do you remember when Summer Rae and Tyler Breeze were paired up and they just had yes. like fancy shit by their side? Yep, that's it was what that very me much of. like that. Uh, I thought this match was pretty good. I mean, we all remember, I believe it was from the Royal Rumble, the Rich Swan-Neville match was very good. This match was yes. somewhat similar, not, you know, it was still very good. Neville ends up winning via submission, and there you go with that. Going back to the Summer Ray thing, there was a guy sitting, I believe it was SmackDown, front row, and it said, like, I came here for Summer Ray. And I was like, what a waste. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Here. She's just, I like, do too. not doing anything. I really like her. She's not doing anything but being the silhouette. Yeah, that's about all she's she's done. But then again, being part of like fashion files clips is kind of like would be a high point in my career to be honest. She should just be with them, I feel. Oh my god, it would be great. She should hire them for a case. I don't know what because the case would be, but she cuz she has a segment on Renee Young's show with our truth. Oh. Like on unfiltered, she <laughs> yes, has a segment. Yes. And it's very funny. She's very funny. No, she is. She's great. Uh, we then, we uh, NXT is up next, but I only watched one match and it feel, felt like it was the only match that mattered. Duh. Uh, that would be Cassius Ono taking on Aleister Black. Holy shit, this was a very good match. Had a lot of I fun. Think, I think people were very, knew what they were getting into, so they were very hesitant because at the beginning there was lots of golf claps. Yes. Like they were watching tennis or something. Yes, a lot of polite applause. Uh, fun match. I mean, these guys know each other pretty well. I thought the finish was pretty cool where uh, Cassius goes for the roaring elbow but is met by the black mass. That was super cool. Yeah, um, it was really cool. The knee That's strikes how you do a this. move out of nowhere, yeah. Randy Orton. Knee strikes in this were insane. Just everything was Just insane. pulling out all the stuff that you and I have obviously seen them do before. Yeah. But it was they're, they're Obviously, they have a ton of chemistry because they have known each other for a very long time. Yes. And I think everybody in the audience was like, OK, we're going to witness a pseudo murder. So how do we mm-hmm. emotionally handle this? I love that the, the girls are always cheering for Alistair Black, but they didn't know. They started to say, let's go, Alistair. But then they realized that it's three syllables. Yeah, it sounded and, that chant was so awkward. It, it's so awkward. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. And like also terrible. Yeah. Like, it was oof. Uh, yeah, it was really good. They both came out looking really strong. And I think the two of them, um, especially for as much crap as Cassius Ono gets based on his his physique, wrestling somebody like I almost said Tommy End. So I'm just going to say it. Tommy End just 
shows that he's just as powerful as that, if not more so, if people don't already know that. Yeah. Like, he has some of the most hard-hitting moves, like, outside of, like, Roderick Strong wrestles really stiff. But, like, he did, he he kept up. Yep. Who else does that successfully? At other that than Roman. Yeah. Like, he's just... I don't know. He's great. He's an international he's, treasure. He, yes, he definitely is. I still want to cosplay him. But yeah, dude, fucking Alistair Black like has a shirt ahead of people that have been there for a lot longer that don't have shirts. But very he's already true. so over that he already has a shirt. But also he's very marketable. Yes. I told Kyle I think he might be the next Edge, which would be great. And I guess that also sense, yeah. ties into our tag team from this today. So that was NXT. Coming back around. Coming back around. Uh, news. We have news. We haven't had any news in a while. I mean, there's been, obviously, there's been wrestling news. We just don't really have it on the show anymore. But uh, something of note that happened today, uh, Mar Ronaldo is back in the WWE. And he's going to be the new voice of NXT. So that is very exciting. Uh, yeah. Very good for him. That means he doesn't have to deal with JBL's shit. And it won't be as stressful of a schedule. Nope. It'll. It's all good. It's all good for him. And yeah, I'm very but he happy. has to deal with shit full sale. What do you mean? What do you mean shit from full sale? From what the fans? The, cr- the crowd is the fucking garbage. Well, they won't say anything to him. Tomorrow. That's true. Um, I it, do. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mario. So good for him. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's on NXT. I think that's more his speed. Um, I miss him on 205 Live though. Yeah, I have. An updated uh, competitors list for the May Young Classic. Would you like me to go over it? Yes. Uh, one of these names is going to trigger you, so there you go. Just going to let you know right now. Is it Lacey Evans? Uh, well, that's the first name. Yeah, fuck that bitch. So we have Lacey Evans, Tony Storm of Progress fame, uh, Sarah Logan, uh, Princessa Shughit. It's S-U-G-E-H-I-T. Is she uh, South American? I, do- I don't know. I just looked up I the names. I believe she is. Uh, Abby Laith. I'm sure I'm saying all That's of these. Kimberly. Yes, that is yeah. Kimberly. I'm sure I'm going to say all of these names wrong. Um, Tainara Con- Conti. Yeah, it's Conti. Yeah. Alpha Female, uh, Kavita Devi, and last and probably least, the name that will trigger Marianne as soon as I say the first letter, Tessa Blanchard. I can't get away. I'm wrapped up in court. <laughs> I fucking hate her i hate her you don't fuck with my friends you i really don't like her yeah i really she's a petty bitch i know Sorry. she's fucking awful yeah. i can't stand her i know kill her nixon i know you're gonna be there nixon fucking kill her or evie one of you two. Oh, evie oh, i don't have fuck the thing that fucking bitch evie. i hate her you just so made much. the list that's for evie not for anyone else we're talking about don't even cu- i for those of you who don't know, Tessa Blencher is just a petty, immature, self-conscious little girl who likes to pick on fans behind her Snapchat and talk crap about people that she doesn't even know just because she's self-conscious and has low self-esteem and needs to fucking get over it. I, I, ugh, shoot talk about week. a garbage human being. My God. Shoot week. I hate her. Okay. Let's get to these questions, shall we? Calvin asks, uh, honest thoughts on gender as he seems like the real deal now. Uh, and he says, Talk is Jericho really helped me start to like the guy more. Uh, I have not listened to the Talk is Jericho interview. Technically, I, I usually only listen to Talk is Jericho. Did you listen to Talk? Uh, oh, no. We made a deal, and I didn't go on that deal. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, I know. I was My bad. Go there. My bad. Um, I think Jinder is a fine champion for now. Um, I think he's doing a 
decent job. I like the things he does. His finish is actually um, one of my favorite finishes. I like it. Cobra Clutch or a million dollar slam, if you will. Um, so yeah, I like him. I like him right now. I think he's a shitty heel, which is great. He has an entourage that of guys that just get the shit kicked out of them, and that's great for skinny him. Dipshits. The skinny dipshits, as Marianne calls them. Um, he also asks, who has the better running knee, Nakamura or, or Omega? Ooh. That is a great question, but I'm... I think Alistair Black has a better one than both of them. You know, when I originally looked at this question, I thought it said, um, who has a better running knee than Nakamura Omega? And I was going to say, well, we just watched a whole match with them. <laughs> yep. Um, I didn't misread that question, but I'm still answering with that. I would say, <laughs> I would probably go with, I would stick with Nakamura. Uh, Omega's knee is fucking great, but I just I like... I prefer Nakamura's. I, I think Alistair Black's looks the most painful. Yeah, like it, it. It looks it looks the most painful to be honest. But then again, he's a satanic motherfucker, so that would just kind of add to that, now, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, so I was supposed to um, let Holland know if the if he worded it weird. But here we go. You're worded weird, Holland. Um, if this type of booking happened like the women's money in the bank match during another previous era of WWE, would the fan base have cared as much as they do now? Attitude era, I know it didn't the money in the bank didn't exist back then. Or ruthless aggression era. Um it was a different fan base during those times, which includes a lot of us here. Uh no, honestly I don't think anyone would have given a fuck. And that's very true and very sad. But we Coming have... from what I know, at least from an outsider's perspective, I completely agree with that. So, no, that nobody would have cared. Like, no one would have given a shit. Uh, and I mean, let me rephrase that. People would have given a shit, but we didn't have Twitter back then. So nobody really would have known that anybody gave a shit, if that makes sense. I like the way that was worded. There we go. Yes. Uh, Kevin asks, American Alpha or the world's greatest tag team? Oof. Speaking of, where's Shelton Benjamin? I thought he was coming back soon to SmackDown Live. Um, do, do I like World's Greatest Tag Team or American Alpha more? I like American Alpha more. There, I said it. What? Yeah. Well, the World's Greatest Tag Team is Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. And I actually really okay. like them. But that's such a sick name. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy them. But um, I don't know. I like American Alpha more. I like, um, I don't know. There's something there. Uh, Kevin also asks, why does James Ellsworth dress like me? Should I reevaluate my entire life? And Marianne responded. I don't remember how I responded, but I did make the naked mole rat reference. Uh, yeah. But also, that is extremely sad because I know Kevin and he does dress like that. And it makes me Dude, really Dude, Kevin, Just don't, reading that, reading that don't question. Don't dress like that. But he, but he has the... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? He has, he has, uh, he can back it up. All right. So it's like he fits, he can fill out whatever he's like. He actually represents what he's wearing. James right. Ellsworth is just a naked mole rat. Wow. In clothes. He's just a naked mole rat. <laughs> in money clothes. Um, That's all I got. You that's got... so depressing though, Kevin. I'm so sorry. <laughs> do you got, do you got anything else that uh you would like to address? Um, oh, um, NXT tickets go on sale tomorrow for L.A., Bakersfield, San Jose, and Sacramento. I don't think I'm going to get tickets. I don't I don't particularly care because the two people that I would really want to – or the people that would be really good to see wrestle, I've already seen wrestle in person. Um, I think it'd be fun to go, but – I wouldn't mind seeing Kimberly if she's there. Yeah. But – 
I'd be more interested in when SmackDown comes back because obviously I need, I'm wearing my Zubaz, by the way. Oh. Um, I need to meet Mojo Rally. End of story. Wow. There we go. So nothing, I do. nothing else? Nothing else? No, except that I need to remind everyone that I love Mojo Rally a lot. Oh, also, I do have something. Um, Chandler Biggins from AIW died. Yeah. And that's a fucking bummer. Very sad. AIW great promotion. Because very important. He was very important to a lot of people. And yeah. he, uh, obviously I love Tim Donson. He's a very important person that I just adore and want the best for. And he was in a really bad place and Chandler Biggins like really pulled him out of it. And he was very instrumental, like very instrumental in, um, people's careers and their well-being and how, how they were, um, what's to say motivated to stay in what they enjoy. Yeah. Kevin Owens did a really wonderful tweet about it, explaining it. And he was like that to a lot of people. So that's really sad. Yes. He had been sick for a very long time and was in a coma for a while. And I'm not sure what the actual issue was, but it is a total bummer. So. Yeah. Super bummer. I saw some, I saw Johnny Gargano post some stuff. I saw Candice LeRae post some Kevin stuff. Kevin Owens was devastated. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, he really helped the, I believe that's Ohio, right? Ohio. Yeah. Scene? Yeah. Really yeah, helped Kevin Owens out. said some beautiful words about it and he dedicated his match that he did on SmackDown to him. So, yeah, which was really sweet, even for Kevin Owens standards, even for Kevin Owens standards. So, <laughs> yeah. um, all right. I feel like doing plugs after that's kind of a bummer, but here we are. <laughs> Everything, anything Thumb, is better than up. having a sign whoring out our podcast on Monday Night Raw. True. So, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, uh, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter, at JP Thrice. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Uh, rate and review us as well. Give us a five-star review. That would be wonderful. Uh, also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. You'll get all the podcasts there. You'll get us. You'll get Yakety Cast. You'll get Girls Interrupting. You'll get Bam Pow TV. You know, all the good stuff. And some of the newer podcasts, which we have T Talk. How many do we have now? Oh, Thir- T Talk. 13. 13. What a lucky number that Baron Corbin loves. He does. He also <laughs> loves wolves. Uh, shout out to Finally North. They do our music. SoundCloud.com slash Finally North or just FinallyNorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts or a mug or a sweatshirt. We have mugs. We have mugs. Yeah, go go on there and look. We also have some new NOTLG designs, which are pretty sweet. We have uh, What a Time to Be Undead, and we have We Get It. You have a podcast. Um, Yeah, then we have the new kind of circle NOTLG logo, so check those out. Uh, Support TTR and all the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Huge shout out to my good friend who I will see next weekend, Brazilian underscore Fury on Twitter. Chris, Chris, man, I'm going to hug you real hard and you better be super prepared for it because I'm a fantastic. Pictures or it did not fucking happen. I'm a fantastic hugger. I'm pretty sure Courtney's going to be bringing her camera or taking pictures or I don't know. I don't know if I'm prepared. Courtney has been telling me, John, you need I'm you need to prepare yourself for me at a wrestling show. And I don't know if I'm prepared, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Um 
I'm excited. I'm excited to see our Lord and Savior Tetsuya Naito in person. I'm excited to see Kenny Omega. I'm excited to see everyone except for Togi Makabe because he's the worst wrestler on earth. Even on other planets. <laughs> Even on other planets. That's my favorite question of all time. That's, same here. That's the except best. for except for why am I so sad? That's another good one. That Kevin. was that was a good one. So why am I so sad? Uh, One more thing, though. Yes. Will you be more or less excited than I would be if Chuck Taylor won the title at PWG on July 7th? Would I be more or less excited than you? Than uh, to see Tetsuya Naito. I don't think I can match your excitement levels in my life ever. I don't think I could even make a face that could match the face I would be making if that happened. True. Actually, I'm kind of glad I didn't get those tickets because I don't, don't know if I'd want to be anywhere in your vicinity. Well, well, I have I have deals with our friends down at PWG, and they always swap spots with me if they have ringside seats so I can sit ringside for Chuck Taylor matches because people know that no one loves Chuck Taylor more than Marianne loves Chuck Taylor. True. Fight me. But yeah, well. give us money on Patreon. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so there's only one thing left to do until next time for episode 130, which I think is the reigning and defending highest number on NOTLG of podcasts. Yep. What? I believe so. What? Yakety Cast hits 100 next week. And well, you guys went on hiatus for a while. We kind did. like the Backstreet Boys for that one time period. We did. Podcastica hits... 100 in a couple of weeks as well so be on the lookout for that but anyway there's only one thing left to do so man if you will ring the bell i don't have anything fun to <laughs>